I'm from New York. Let me fix my brim. You're now rocking with the podcast White Tees and Tims. This is your boy Duke and May G, and I'm here with your favorite uncle, Uncle Ket. What's good, bro? What's up, man? I'm here. What's going on, man? Uh, first off, I want to say R.I.P. to Black Rob. Uh, since the last time we did our podcast, we lost DMX. Now we lost another hip hop legend, Black Rob, who was signed to Bad Boy, had hits like like uh like Whoa, uh, Twenty Four Hours to Live with DMX on there, and a bunch of other things for Bad Boy, uh, Bad Boys for Life. And um, I just want to say R.I.P. to him and his family. My condolences go. Uh, and also, R.I.P. to George Floyd. The day that we were recording the podcast, we found out the verdict that uh, Derek Chavon, Chavon. yeah, he's yeah. Uh, going to jail. We don't know, and we'll find out eight weeks on how long that will be, his sentencing will be, but uh, some people saying justice, some people saying uh, being held accountable, regardless, R.I.P. to George Floyd, much respect goes to his family. How you, How's your week been though, bro? Uh. My week has been uplifting. Uh, I found a new job. I've been congratulations. Yeah, man. Uh, that's in this major. You know, going from one workplace to another. Yeah, um, I can imagine. You know, just changing different streams of income and stuff like that. Still trying to figure out that that way if I can generate money for myself. Facts, you know what I mean? Facts. So I'm 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 going through that right now. <clears throat> I'm going through that right now. And to all our white Tims and Tinsians, you know that's a uh, that's the name of the pod, our the fans of the podcast, White Tins and Tins. Yeah, we still working on that. Yeah, already, already, it's already in, in stone. No, 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 I'm it's not going to lie to you. I'm it's not, not going to lie to you, bro. Um, definitely, definitely working on that. Anyways, anyway, so to all y'all, you know, in a moment, in a moment of change, you have to uh, give yourself first. First of all, you gotta let yourself breathe in the moment, in the uh-huh. situation. Don't act. Not every action deserves a reaction. Um, Facts. And which I'm learning from as well. But to just know what you have in the moment and take it for what it is. Don't try to really make too much change. You know what I mean? Let change come, but don't try to force it type of thing. Yeah, I mean, change is good. You know, change is Of always, course, change Change can be a beautiful and a positive thing. I yeah. even told you about when I was in foster care about a situation. They had us in a program uh, called TNL, the next level, and it talked about transitions. Mm-hmm. And about how you go from the ending to the neutral zone to a new beginning. So basically, you know, right now I think you're out of the ending zone now. I think you're actually in the uh, the neutral zone, and you're still trying to figure things out on the way to you know hopefully everything, everything is where you need it to be, bro. And again, you know, I told you I'm riding out with you. We holding it down together, yeah. especially during this tough time that our people is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's justice for George or eight uh, minutes. And forty six seconds. Yeah, man. And uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to even hear that. I had you watch this movie on Netflix, Two Distant Strangers, and it basically touched on how all of our people have died. Shout out Joey Badass. Yeah, bro. And it's like he did a phenomenal job in there of really getting that emotion from you. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And um it was just like, you know, but it was also hurtful and harmful. And it was just like mentally, like, what could we do? I I, I recommend everybody to go check it out. Two Distant Strangers on Netflix. This is not an ad. Netflix could send us some money, though. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely think, like, it was just touching, bro. I don't think anybody that watches that is going to be able to not shed a tear. Yeah, for sure. And also, my thing is I think every person should watch that, especially white people. Because if you watch that and you don't come back to me and tell me, you felt an emotional connection to that still, something's wrong with you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, me watching it, and you've been telling me to watch it for a week now, right? Procrastinator. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big procrastinator. So what? Right? So for a whole week now, you know, you telling me little things like pay attention to every little detail. And, you know, it's really, it's really powerful. You know what I mean? And the whole, should I give, try to tell them what it's about? Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So it's like you've been in a time loop, right? We've seen that type of concept before. You know what I mean? It's never taboo to where uh, people are, you know, they're constructing a movie around time, right? And time is a crazy conversation within itself. Yes, sir. But to be stuck in the same scenario every time and getting the same outcome, and no matter what you do speaks volumes into in, on what today is happening and in America and what's happening been happening for years, right? Yes, sir. If you look at the timeline of the earth, right? The earth is like billions of years old. 
Facts. We've only been people. We've only been on this earth for a 1%, less than 1% fraction of the time the earth has been here. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but, you know, Bible terms, they say different, but yeah, I understand. I'm talking scientific terms. Science and religion is two different things. But okay. this is the thing, like the, the age of the earth, scientists would tell you, scientists who are religious people would tell you the earth has been here for billions of years. And people, mankind, have only been on this earth for a small percentage fraction. I'm saying that because if you want to think larger scale, it's like, look, bro, at the end of the day, you know, us us killing each other and stuff like that is really wild. What 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 has things pushed us to or pushed people to to where you can't even step outside of your own reality and see somebody else's? It's like who do you recognize as your enemy or your opposer? Because you got to look at it like you got the police who is paid to protect and serve us, they have their their logo is like the shield and a knife. But we're only getting a knife, not the shield. Yeah. You understand? So it's like, it, it's not a complete thing. Like white tees and Tim's. Yeah. It's complete, complete a whole outfit. Yeah. You understand? It completes a whole person. Yeah. But we're not getting that same protection. Then you have on the opposite side, us. They limited our resources. They limited the things that's given to us in our neighborhoods and make us hate each other, make us hate ourselves, make us hate our black people mm-hmm. to go to war with each other. Like, I recently had you watching a song, too, uh, by Young and Ace called Who I Smoke. Mm-hmm. And catchy song. Yeah. Catchy song, bro. It got the little sample by, uh, I forgot the song, but it's from White Chicks. Mm-hmm. And But at the same time, it's about killing black people. It's yeah. tough, bro. It's tough to really fathom that I can go outside and go for a walk and don't know whether the guy I look at as my brother who I might protect, if I seen the police hurting him, but he might have intentions to hurt me. Or the police officer who I'm supposed to say hi to and trust that anything happens to me, that they're going to protect me is the same person that would shoot me down. Exactly. So exactly. it becomes a burden, bro. We're living really life with PTSD like we're in a war in America. In America, you know? And PTSD is like a strong term nowadays, bro, because it's like... It's kind of cliche, but it's it's, it's, it's it's turning cliche. Yeah. It's turning cliche. Not all cliches are cliches. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. They, I think cliches, you know, happen through repetition in time. You know what yeah, I mean? And every cliche has some type of fact to it. It has some type of like fact Like a stereotype. To it. Exactly. So it's like... It's turning to a point like, you know, I was having a conversation with a close friend of mine the other day and we were talking about just being numb to death, right? You've been mm-hmm. the idea of it, the whole thought about it, like even if you think about it, right? It's like an okay thought because shit, you know, somebody fucked with you was the first thing, oh, I kill this nigga. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we we become we become numb to it because we see it all the time. You dig what I'm saying? And at the end of at the end of the day, bro, the mind the mind is a powerful thing, right? If you if you put something in front of somebody for so long, mm-hmm. for so long, right? They'll they'll think either think one. I'm going to identify with the person that is being done to, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see that hey, it's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Going back to the movie, there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do about it, right? Or B, you know, you're going to say, all right, shit. If it keeps happening, right? Let me try my best to stop the cycle. Yeah. But you trying your best to stop the cycle, going against people who don't want the cycle to to end and who is purposely keeping the wheels churning. You dig what I'm saying? What can you do? You know? It's also into the thing of this country wasn't made or built for us. It was built by us. But it wasn't built for us. And yeah. the aspects of, like, it says justice and liberties for all. Yeah. That wasn't for us. The Constitution and everything, it wasn't written for us. It wasn't written for black men and black women. It wasn't even written for white women. It was written for white men. Yeah. That or The terminology and the respect and the voting, everything, the system that they had was for white men. Exactly. It wasn't for us. Exactly. So we're fighting for something that really... They don't want to give us. Never never did. And 
you so know the, the the whole uh uh you know the whole emancipation proclamation thing was about taxes and money it wasn't about you know because at one point they say this is why the civil war went on right at one point the money that the south was making off agriculture was going to beat out the mad you know the the textiles and stuff yeah, that was going on at the, yeah that north, was yeah. going up north right you know you've seen the the diagrams for it but it's even the agriculture like if you look at it the south is more land because the crops grow better because of the heat and the weather exactly. the different the rain could come it has different forecasts you're not going to get better crops in new york where it's snowing yeah your crops are going to die yeah, exactly or you're not going to get it for uh but, and even Abraham here. Lincoln, that whole thing with him freeing the slaves, he didn't intentionally want to free the slaves. No. It was more about combining the states to make them one with his ideologies, but it wasn't, he didn't care about if the slaves were free no. or not. He had slaves too. Exactly. But that's the thing that they tell us. They they make us buy into these other things. Like, again, bro, this was not built or made for us. And we're trying to make it that way. But we're, every day we're getting hit with realistic things of yesterday, George Floyd verdict comes out. Everybody's celebrating. I see the family celebrating. I see I was celebrating with my wife and my kids. And then right after that, 16-year-old girl shot in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Columbus was on that map we was looking about earlier. That's, bro, you should give him the facts from that. Oh, that yeah. was crazy. I'm going to give him the facts for that. That yeah. was, that just like, I tell you all the time. We talk about this all the time. I tell you, bro, every time something good happens, what I'll tell you. Something bad happens. But that's 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 life though. It's that's fucked up. duality. Exactly. Ah, duality. What is duality? Two. Exactly. Yes, Good yeah. and bad produces mm-hmm. what? A, 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 a something, right? Yeah. So yeah. The, so this is the thing. You can't have good without bad. You can't have bad without good. So I'm gonna read y'all some statistics off this map, and this is coming off of uh, mappingpoliceviolence.org. Okay, you know how he feels about his orgs. The orgs. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Got you. Uh, so at at, at the top at, at the top of the website, it says, "People, uh, police have killed three hundred and nineteen people in two thousand twenty-one." And it doesn't mean all black people. Obviously, you have uh Latino people, you have Asian people, you have other non-Asian or Hispanic people, which is that is the category they put them in. Right, but real <laughs> quick, bro. Saying? It says how many? Say that one more time for me. How many in two thousand twenty-one? Three hundred nineteen. And there's three hundred and sixty-five days in a year, mm-hmm. and we didn't even get to the sixth month. Fifth month. I'm saying the sixth halfway point. Yeah, it's twelve months in a year. Yeah. So there's already been more killings than there's been days in this in this in year. Year. Yes. That's ridiculous, bro. That's terrible. All right, and it's a map, y'all. It's a map. I'm telling you, pol- mappingpoliceviolence.org. You see how all these dots popping up? It's starting from December 31st, 2019, and it's going all the way up until uh, maybe a week ago or so like that, maybe the last time they updated the, uh, their website. And it's definitely uniform. Me looking at it, and if you know anything about looking at graphs or uh, infographics and stuff like that, you can see the uniform of clusters, right? The clusters are in uh, all of Deep South. We're talking about Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina area, Florida, Southern Texas, Louisiana, all up and down the East Coast, uh, Baltimore, Philly, New York area, and all throughout the Midwest. That's crazy. Right? And the Midwest meaning we're talking states like Kansas, Missouri, Michigan, uh, uh, Minnesota. We're not talking about Idaho. Okay, or fucking Nevada, or Wyoming, or but it was Las Vegas, Nevada Las Vegas. Was on but there. we're talking any other place outside of Las Vegas, Reno, and it? all of that. Yeah, what is it? It's fucking desert. It's okay. Yeah, you did, and 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 be surprised. It was a lot of places from like New Mexico and shit up there. Yeah, with a high Hispanic community, community. and then everything. Where else was high black people? Yeah, but you would think American. a place like New Mexico would like they're like all their official leaders are Hispanic people. Yeah, but then even we spoke about this before about the the contrast of the white based Hispanics and the black based Hispanics. Where just because of that, some of them may because of their skin, they may feel like they're still better than other Hispanics or the illegal versus illegal dynamic. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you came over here, but I was born here. I feel like I'm better than you, so now I'm a police. That's the same thing. Like in the black community, when you got the black cop, yeah. 
It's like, bro, we you're one of him. us, we but yet you him. feel like you got to prove that you're one of them more than you got to prove like you're one of us. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like now you'll go extra hard just to prove to them guys that's never going to accept you, really. Yeah. Black people were 28% of people killed by police in 2020, despite only being 13% of the population. All right? 28% of people that were killed by police in 2020, despite only 13 being... You know what I mean? Thirty percent of being the population, and I think we're probably a greater percentage than. Let me look that up. Hold on, continue talking, bro. Let me look. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Because it's like even with the killings, we're not the majority in this country, but yet we're probably the majority of the shootings, the majority of the killings, even though we're not the most populated. You know what I mean? So it's like again, it's like how? What do you tell? What do I tell my kids on how to react with certain police officers? Do I tell them to be fearful? Do I tell them to be respectful or do I tell them to be distant from them and not try to deal with them all together? But again, we got people that is living their lives like both them gene in their household and being killed in their house. We have other people that is sleeping or watching their kids and they're being killed in their house. We have people that's jogging in their communities who's being killed in their house. And again, I want to say respects to all those individuals you know, may they rest in peace and respect to their family because it's difficult. It's no matter amount, if you could win the civil case and win money, it doesn't bring your loved one back. You could wind up getting a case where the person goes to jail for, let's say that this guy, Derek Chavon, goes to jail for 50, 60 years. It doesn't bring George Floyd back. So that pain and that hurt is still there. You'd rather have George Floyd alive than to have this guy going to jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it becomes really hurtful. Did you get the fact check? Yeah, so it says, all right, this is coming from the US Census Bureau. Did you do the did you do this your census? I couldn't do it this year because I didn't have my ID at the all time. Right, so we're not on this list. I'm all doing right. it this year. We're not on this. Oh, you not you didn't do it? We're not on this list, no. You didn't do it. I okay. didn't do it. So technically, I was, I was, I was trying here. to make me feel guilty, but God. I don't know if the government can abolish this for this, but sorry guys. We're here though. I pay my rent and my taxes, nigga. Damn, what the fuck else we you want me to write on a piece of paper that I stay I mean, here too? Duke MAG's not accounted for. I didn't say Daquan wasn't accounted for. Nah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. 78 76% of people white alone. That's what it says. It says white alone. White alone. Like white as in like white alone as in nothing mixed. That's the thing though. What is white? Like it's mad different whites out here. Okay? It's only one white, bro. No, nah, because then you break them down as the Swedish, as the Scottish, no, they're the white. Italian. They're white. But the Italians just look like the lower form of white. They're white. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, it's like, all right, so like, all right, you got African-American, Jamaican-American, Nigerian-American. Mm-hmm. All right, but we're yeah, all you white. you got white people. Why we're do we all have... black? Bro, you see how beautiful and diversified we can be? White people are white people, bro. What's not? You know what I mean? I all right, so. listen. All right, so white alone. One percent... 1.3% is, oh, excuse me, I'm skipping. 13%, 13.4% is black or African American alone. That was so, killed by black people. Why, no, 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 I mean, no, no. This is the, the percentage of people in America. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, why, what, what is, so why did they separate black and African American? I told you about this, though. I want you to say it again. Because if you look at it, everybody that's African American is not considered. I mean, not everybody that's black is not considered African American. Mm-hmm. Like Jamaicans don't is not from Africa. Mm-hmm. They're from Jamaica, even though they may have ties to Africa. They do not consider themselves that. Everybody does not think that they're from Africa. So you put them as black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hispanics, some of them from Puerto Rico, consider themselves black, but they're, they don't consider themselves African. Not everybody. So you group everybody like a somebody from Australia. What are they? They're white. No. But if they're dark in complexion with yeah. melanin, mm-hmm. you consider them African American? No, they're black. Yeah, you understand. So it only stands for the black people that was born in America. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Got you. And eighteen percent is Hispanic or Latino. Okay. Two point eight percent or two or more races. I fit in that. You didn't. You're not on here. Come on, bro. I fit in that. Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islanders is 0.2%. Asian alone. And Asian meaning anywhere from Turkey to China to Japan. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> people only consider Chinese, Filipino. And and listen, I'm sorry to, to all my uh, Arabic brothers, but you are Asian. 
yes, you're Arabic too, but you are from the continent of Asia. You are Asian. Okay. Yo, Europe really small if you think about it. Europe is the Europe is the smallest country for a reason, right? But the most powerful. The most no. <laughs> the no, most I'm saying the white people. The most angry. Imagine this. Imagine the little man syndrome personified into a country. Think yeah, about it. And they took over. You looking at Africa? You looking at all these beautiful brown countries around you and sh- bro, you And they had what they had the bubonic the, plague and all of that bro, nasty wild stuff over there. Bro. Anyways, we digress. And this is not this is not a I hate white people conversation to everybody that's nah. listening to this. And to and to have a great understanding of how I feel about the opposite race being white, right? I could care less about how you think. I could care less about how you feel. You show love, you get love. But see, this straight the, up and down. This is the thing too about the white people, right? I want them to understand this. That no, you do not do what your ancestors did. You are not responsible for that. But I want you to acknowledge that you did benefit from your ancestors and their past. Exactly. As much as you benefited and reap the benefits of that, mm-hmm. I also reap the pain, the heartache, the... Through generations. Yes. So at the same time, I'm not going to say every white person is fit in this box. No. No. I can't I can't hold y'all all that's unfair. That's unfair. But at the same time, do recognize that we are going through this trauma because of what our ancestors did. Interesting the movie, uh starring Joey Badass. He said that it's like we're and playing. It's called baseball. Two Distant Strangers, if y'all didn't catch that title right Yes, Two Distant Strangers. He said it's like we're playing baseball and white people are on third base and black people are not even in the stadium. Yeah. That means that we're so far out the stadium that we can't even play on the field. Exactly. Shout out to Jackie Robinson. Yeah, we got sure. bro. Big fall too. Um, oh, and Roberto Clemente from my Puerto Rican side. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Like, like, um, even following the conversation, I had a close friend with mine, right? Even though, even though us being numb to death, seeing it, right? Experience, not even experience, because what I'm going to say is, once we experience it, meaning that. Maybe you had a near-death experience. God bless. Knock on wood. Yeah. Right? Or you experienced somebody passed close to you. You feel me? Which a great majority of us have. You feel me? But some people haven't. And the person that I was talking to hasn't had anybody close to them pass. Wow. They always friends, distant friends, grandmother, whoever, family members, cousin, whoever, right? Mm -hmm. She'll hear it. I'm sorry I hear that. But she can't can't feel. I told her. I said until, and I'm not saying, knock on wood, I'm not saying things is going to happen, but when when time does come to that that point, right, where you have to deal with something like this, right, then that's when you're going to show sympathy to others. Yeah. That's when you're going to open up and sympathize, right? Because she can't sympathize, right? She can't sympathize totally, bro. And it's a feeling, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like I, I'm choosing to not give a fuck, but I can't care because I've never. It's like you ever seen somebody get hit in the face, like punched in the face. Of course, you've been punched in the face, right? I don't speak on those. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We've been yeah, we've been punched in the face. Everybody's before. been punching. I mean, well, not everybody. Exactly. But I have yeah. But if you see somebody get punched in the face, you be like, ah, I know how that feels. Yeah, I can relate. You can relate. Mm-hmm. But if 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 somebody passes away and you don't feel that you can't relate, you dig what I'm saying? To be total transparent, I hope my wife doesn't get mad at me about this. But shout out to Dina. Uh, she didn't lose a lot of people in her life. Mm-hmm. Really, that was that close to her. Same situation. Mm-hmm. I've been losing people that was close to me since I was four years old. Yeah, I remember the most major uh, loss I had was my grandmother's boyfriend Leroy, who was mm-hmm. basically a father and a grandfather figure for me. He took me to get my first eight ball jacket. When I was like three, two, three years old, first somebody to get my ears pierced. This man was a real man in my life, and I lost him when I was four years old. At the same time, I lost him. My grandmother lost her father, which is my great grandfather. And I've been losing people all my life. My grandfather got murdered. Uh, health issues. I've seen family members on respirators trying to breathe. I've, I've, I witnessed a lot. Right. Yeah. 
but Dina didn't real Dina, my wife, she was I already said her name, but she didn't witness so many. And then recently this year, early this year, she lost both her, both her grandmothers, mm-hmm. and maybe a almost a month apart. But it was so like a travesty. She's even certain members of my family. She she cried for them, but she didn't know how to process her own loss. Exactly, and you know. Even sometimes when we go to funerals and she would, I'd be like, Dina, it's not a concert. Because she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the bathroom or the kids is crying. And she's like, I don't want to take them outside. I don't want to miss anything. I'm like, babe, this is not a concert. Even though she mourned the person that was in the casket and she shed tears and she cried for them, it still was hard to process both her grandmothers, who she loved dearly, was raised by, was in her life, constantly talking to them on the phone. They both died. Mm-hmm. Her mom's that mom, her mom's mom, and her mom, her dad's mom, and she didn't know how to process it. Until after a few days and a few weeks, she would just break down, still to this day, crying out of nowhere. And it would be memories that she would have of them. Yeah. So now she can hold on and understand of what that loss is and what death is, on a personal level, besides of just being somebody outside family. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> so but that's you know, how it is, though. Yeah, bro. So, rough. and as we relate this to the topic of the episode, y'all, welcome back to YTs and Tim's. Hoping we didn't lose y'all, right? So, and the topic of this this episode is, you know, mate, it's about we 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 talked about it for a couple weeks, right? And we had a couple of different ideas and shit like that, but we knew the base of it, right? It was yeah. just the, the the BS that's going on, right? I don't even want to label it police brutality, right? Because brutality seems soft. Brutality seems soft compared to what's going on in this world. Brutality to me, somebody getting maybe punched in the face or beaten up, hit with a bat or something like these. This is people pulling out weapons created by man to kill. Mostly unarmed people. Mostly, ninety nine percent of people have been unarmed, and I got statistics to prove that. Right, have been unarmed. That means they had. They mean they have no. They they have no harm. Right. If if a person is that scared of personal confrontation, man to man, woman to woman, man to woman, woman to man, it doesn't matter, right? If you're that scared of somebody putting their hands on you to the point where you have to pull your gun out. When you have a taser right near When you have a taser and you have mace and you have handcuffs and you have backup. Always got backup. You have, you have five things that can handle the situation way better than a gun. That should be count them out, bro. We got that should be got a the nightclub. last resort, last resort, bro, listen, last resort. You have a nightclub. You have a taser. You have handcuffs, right? You have uh, you can call for backup. You dig what I'm saying? Those things you might have a dog with you, and you go to shooting classes where you should know how to bro, detain somebody, even if you shoot them. You have a dog. There's with spots you. to disarm them. There's spot. You can hit somebody in the leg and drop them. You get somebody with a taser, shock them, and what if they do have a weapon and it's not pointed at you, they're going to drop it? Exactly. But yet, you go so instantly to the gun. Why are you so scared of black people? I, you know, and then they get mad when we riot and we... I, I'm not condoning the looting part because you shouldn't destroy people's property, especially in your own community. Especially somebody's business. But the rioting and the protesting is because we're sick and tired. What I told you, bro... It's only so much that the water could hit that wall or that bridge until the levees break. Floodgates. And then it opens the floodgates. Exactly. For sure. It's only so much we can take when this... They said the revolution will not be televised, but the demise is being televised. Exactly. We're seeing it everywhere. It's on every news channel. Yeah. It's on all your social media apps. Yeah. It's on the gossip sites. And it's on the news sites. And I remember... I'm not going to say it because you might cut me off again. I might not be able to speak. But we talked about a certain religion, right? And we know that these people in this certain religion control a lot of things in America. You following me? I think I know you're talking about. You know, you know. All right, cool. I'm trying to look off you off camera, off mic. You're not looking. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you say anything, mm-hmm. right, about slightest little bit about this group of people. Yeah. This organized, it's this seemingly really organized group of people, bro. <laughs> right? Why are they so organized? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Right? You say one thing. 
your TV show might be canceled, your favorite TV show. You might, you might, Instagram, Facebook might block your account. They're going to take your post down. You feel me? You might get some death threats, depending on who you are and what you say, right? But when it comes to a black or African-American person being mauled down in the street like a sick dog. Don't mention a dog, bro. They're going to be upset. Exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. Exactly the point I'm getting at. I got you. I'm with you. So, we get mauled down, and the, and, the, and the video stays on the internet for days, weeks. You know, it's on YouTube. Now other people are streaming it. Your family got to relive it every time. Every time. It's everywhere. I'm pretty sure in New York, it's one of those TVs that's on... T- on, on, on. What's up with that? Why is it TVs on buildings? It's like advertisement. Yeah, it's like advertisement. That. I always want to see it in person. It's like an actual TV or is it like the windows street. are like... It's like you can't watch the news on there. Well, some of them you can. Some of them is like the news is already programmed to it, like uh-huh. CNN or something like uh-huh. that. Yeah. It's so like are the windows square. of the building screens or is it... The screens on the buildings. Uh-huh. It's like an attachment. Oh, okay, cool. I always wanted that. Anyways, that just shows my country mind, y'all. I'm just like, how the fuck is it screen? How they showing this shit? All right, <laughs> anyway, people looking through the window. Yeah, the screen. <laughs> like like your window is like <laughs> Becky from CNN's mouth right here. Like you dig <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but yeah, that shit can stay up there for weeks and days, y'all. Right? But nobody touched that shit, right? And and I and I just say with disgrace right here. Everything on earth happens for a reason, right? Everything that's happening now, that has happened, that will happen, is and will be for a specific reason, right? And you and you know how probabilities go. It's infinite. Mm-hmm. Timelines, it's infinite, yeah. right? Somebody's agenda, some, you can never guess what somebody is thinking or is going to think or will think. You never will. Because it's so many. You think I'm about to take a left left turn? Guess what? I'm about to stay right here. Fuck your head. We'll hit it up. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So you don't you don't know. They're putting this information. They're putting all this in front of us to say, all right, watch this. Keep watching it, right? Because even though y'all want to protest, y'all want to do all these things. Excuse me. Y'all want to do all these things. Start your own businesses. I don't know, get your LLCs, invest in stock, real estate, right? We still going to make it hard for you. Yeah, that's a we fact. Still gonna, we still going to show you at the end of the day, y'all niggas really don't have no power. And the 76% of us in America will maul y'all, y'all 13%. That's what it's showing us, bro. It's even like, all right, you know, Jay-Z, when he came out 444, um, he made a story of OJ. And it said, rich nigga... Poor nigga, fat nigga, black nigga, white nigga. Still nigga. Well, not white still nigga, nigga, but still nigga. Yeah. It don't matter what level of success you have. Spike Lee goes to Madison Square Garden. They treat him still exactly. nigga. Charles Oakley. Yeah. Charles Oakley too. You know what I mean? Like, it don't matter where you go, what you do, or what level of success you get. They still look at you like that. They still hold you in a low light. And it's like no form of success or nothing is going to, none of that means anything. None of that. You know what I mean? So it's really, like, it's heartbreaking, man. It's like, you know, what are y'all so scared of? You know, the thing is, bro, I, I just thought about what we was sitting here talking, mm-hmm. is they keep putting the images out there, right? And when they putting these images out there of us being killed and the body cameras, oh my God, look, this is exactly what happened, to try to make it feel like, for us to feel like it's justified or to make, to give reasoning of what the officer did wrong... But we're still seeing our people be killed, and you expect for us that when we are stopped by the police to not have a sense of fear. Exactly. But what do they fear from us? Because all these black people you killed, they did not take out one officer with them while they was dying. So what is the fear Honestly. that you have of us? And there's a documentary I'm watching on HBO Max, another no advertisement, mm-hmm. but it's called Eliminate All the Brutes. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a description of what is happening and how these White people have come to this land, and their thing was to eliminate what they called the brutes, which was the strong people. And part of it said that one of the Native Americans said, you're killing us over something that we would have gave from you with love already. Yeah, We would have gave you food. 
We would have gave you some land. Because that's just naturally how we are as a people. Exactly. But yet you're killing us for it anyway. Exactly. Think about you're killing us for it anyway. We just talked about how Europe is the smallest country, right? Did we say that off off mic? Did we say that on pod? I, I, I don't remember. remember. We was yeah. talking. We, we have we have conversations before the podcast start, y'all. Too. To we we try to get pumped up and shit. You know what I mean? Before the game, yeah. You dig what I'm saying? We score 30, 56, You might have ten rim downs or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the conversation was like, all right, Europe is the smallest continent in the world, right? But yet, all these countries have sailed, flown out. To take her, take and conquer all these rich parts of the world, like India, hmm, South America, hmm, America, hmm. Those are just major, major European settlements. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Like if you look at Canada, we consider Canada majority white. Canada's fucking English. It's crazy. But you look at it as majority white. But who was there? In the beginning, exactly. Native Americans, exactly. Indigenous people, indigenous people of the land. So. Real, real quick, bro. Sorry to cut you off. I even told my wife this. I said, you know, the racism is still happening to this day. If you think about it, what do we call people from Jamaica, Trinidad? What do we say that that is? The what? The West what? Indies. West Indies. Yeah. Because of the Indian Ocean when they thought that they was on that side. Right. But meanwhile, the West Indies is in what ocean? The, the Atlantic. Yeah. It's in the Atlantic Caribbean Ocean. Gulf, but yeah. But it's still in the Atlantic yeah, Ocean body yeah. of water, water yeah. but we're calling it the West Indies is still showing that racism is still attached to us. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. So look at, look at every content. I want everybody to listen to close their eyes and envision North America, South America, Asia, even Australia, Africa, pre- Colonialize, I can't say the word. Canoli, I messed it up too. Before, before they colonized the world. <laughs> yeah. Right? You think about Europe. Right? You got brown, brown, black, brown, black. Right? You got white, pale, pasty white. Right? Oh, it's a ta- the dude from New York I told you named Nick. Shout out to Nick. I work with him now. Oh, yeah, yeah. From you told Bronx. me from Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Italian. Yeah. His mother's from Sicily. No. Daddy from Sicily. Mom's from, like, southern Italy. Okay. So, you know, Sicily's an a, a island outside of yeah, Italy. Yeah, the Sicilian. That's what it is. Sicilian. They but they don't fuck with Italians. Italians don't fuck with them. Yeah. They're separated. Why? Because a lot of the Sicilian people have catered to more the Moors side. When the Moors... Control yeah, it. Yeah. We know Southern Italy, Spain, and Portugal, and mm-hmm. even some parts of Greece. That's why I told you that they're looked at as the low form of white people. Too. That's why all those people in that area are brown. You dig? Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, I know about the Moors. He was like, What you know about the Moors? I was like, Bro, that's why majority of Europeans look like the way they do with black hair and blonde eyes. I mean, mm-hmm. black eyes and blonde I and mean, black hair, excuse me. Yeah. Right? Boy Matthews. Right? My boy means Road. And you look at all the other people, you know, in, 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 in Europe and stuff like that. And you think like, huh, y'all are the min- minority. Facts. They're the minority of the world. They are. If you look at it like this, all the white people come from, like, let's just say from one area. But all the colored people, because it's multiple colors. Yeah. Come from everywhere else. It's everywhere else. You understand? So you really are the minority in the whole spectrum. Of everything. But you're the most aggressive, the most brutal. That's why you have why? this much power. Because if I have a group... Listen, if I'm going to war, right? And I got a group of 10 guys. But I know these 10 guys are going to fight to the death. They're going to fight to the bone because they care about what, what we got going on. I know that the op- the opposing, the opposition... Has a uh, an army of a hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. All various characters, all various people from all different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got an army of hundred people. You feel like you the shit, right? I- so, me conducting myself of a is an army major of ten guys. I'm like, you know what? We had to give the presence that we're bigger and we're stronger and more aggressive than what we look. 
Because look at our body stature. Look at our facial structure. We don't appear as aggressive. We don't appear as a threat. But once we make our threat and our appearance felt, that's when people will, will respect us. But see, this is the thing. I just literally just came up with this while you was talking. You gave me the idea mm-hmm. of, the theory of, of the theory of the <laughs> warrior and the soldier. Yeah. When you go to, when you equate Native Americans, what were they? Were they warriors or were they soldiers? Warriors. When you go back to Africa, what were they? Shakazoo. Warrior or they soldiers? Yeah. Warriors, yeah. Even native, even the people in Asia, the the Chinese, all of them have that warrior aspect, aspect about them. You know what I mean? That that uh, bow and arrow, yeah. or that that uh, uh, sword, or mm-hmm. but it was the bullets and the guns. Yeah, came from the soldiers. Mm-hmm. That was the white people. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So they felt that much more of an impact of the brutality yeah. of killing somebody with a gun. See, think about it. When you stab somebody with a knife, and it's not not saying to go commit violence or nothing like that, but you have to be close up on them. It's yeah. much more courage yeah. than the fear of yeah. from a distance shooting somebody with a gun. Exactly. The bow and arrow, it takes time to mm-hmm. wind it back in the thought process of this is what down. I'm doing, but that was more for hunting. Yeah, It wasn't so much more of Committing genocide. Exactly. You understand? Exactly. So I just came up with that theory in my head, bro, of the warrior and the soldier. Yeah, for sure. We was all warriors. They was, are the soldiers. Exactly, bro. And we talking even pre that. Like, if we were, and what I'm, what I'm trying to really depict for y'all is, all right, they were the smallest country. They are the minority. They had to sail across the They had to sail across the world, right? Because they knew, they knew that they weren't going to last where they were at because they were sick y'all and anybody wants to deny the fact that europe was a sick place okay pre like all this you know the all the deaths you know the travels and shit they put out right that's why they set out to travel the world because they know they couldn't stay in that place they had to spread out they had to they had to they were were limited they were they were living in their own shit yeah, they, they didn't they have like the bubonic plague or something like that. That wiped out, out that wiped out people for hundreds of Think years. Think about it. They even brought the diseases, the yellow fever, and all of that. All stuff that took across the to world. America when they had gave it to the Native Americans with the clo- with the cloves and all of that chicken pox. All of that came from over there. It bro. Came from over there, and that's what they spread it across the land. So how you even look? Even think about what they're doing to the Asian community with the coronavirus, but yet. You are the ones that really have had all of these sicknesses and all of this stuff coming out. And yet you're treating... They, I told you this before we said on the podcast. There's a time for everybody to have to be the one to get disrespected. Exactly. The Asian community is getting it now with the coronavirus. We had the Mexican community get it before. Black people always been getting it. We still getting it to this day. Exactly. Uh, the the Spanish, uh, you know, Spanish community, the Jewish community, they had it with the Holocaust. Everybody at one point in time is going to have to play that. But us black people have been the consistent variable of the ones that have been getting ridiculed, disrespected, and assassinated. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and I'm not saying anything Anything to, I'm trying to highlight, all right, now that me and you, we're in gener- different generations of black and African American people or African descent or wherever we came from, Okay. Whatever island or mass, you know, continent we came yeah, from. Yeah, land mass. All right. So, we got to let y'all know where y'all came from, too. Anybody that is of the Caucasian color. Right? We gotta, you you got to understand that where you came from wasn't all, you know, fruits and berries and shit. You dig what I'm saying? Oh, it's not all fruits and berries and shit. You feel me? You came from disease. You came from starvation. You came from plague. You came from murder. You came from all these different things, right? That's where you came from, right? So now everybody trying to hot Exactly, exactly. Anytime you try to highlight why is this happening in America, right? That is you. Black people, black or African-American people, wherever the fuck, right? We're not, by nature, aggressive people. We learned that from them through slavery. 
That's when we aggression learned and this anger. Behavior. Aggression and anger is a natural human emotion. Let's get that out the water, okay? When a kid is, when a kid is being a bad kid, what do you do? You discipline them. That's a form of anger and aggression. So let's let's not confuse of a natural element that humans have with something. Yeah, killing, manipulation, murder, all that shit. We learn from them. But yeah, nigga, you fuck with me, I fuck with you. You 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 know what I mean? Yeah, but even like I told you, bro, like when we did when we did go hunting, right? Because I think it also has to do with the food that we eat. When we went hunting, we processed animals that we took them down in a in a more delicate way of you know using the whole animal. Every part of the animal's body went to resources. They did it of even when you look at the if you ever go on YouTube and it's terrible of how KFC and all these other companies they torture the animals beforehand before they start to pluck them and manipulate their organisms and things like that. So it's much more of if you eat something dead, you're gonna feel dead inside. Exactly. If that animal was going through something and had feelings, yes, animals stress. have feelings, stress, mm-hmm. uh, and that that goes into your body and your bloodstream, and that also goes through you your veins, that. and you become that. But if you do the animal, and not, like, you know, the buffalo running through the through the grass, and you just shoot it down, and then you, but you're respecting the animal. You're, you're using the animal more as a way of nourishment, but you're respecting it. You're paying, you're praying over the animal. You're... Asking God for forgiveness. You're asking God for the blessings that the animal was put on this earth, but you're using every part of it and not using it just for slaughter exactly. or just for catching game. Exactly. I got in a huge argument with somebody, and you know, talking about our canines and our, our teeth. And yeah. I was saying how if you look at any carnivore animal in this world and look at their canines, then look at humans' canines, Right? We're not meant to, it's a whole different conversation, but we're not meant, like, we're not built to eat meat. Because imagine this, imagine this. What does it take for us to digest meat? It has to be what? I was getting ready to get into that, bro. It has to be what, though? It has to be cooked. All right, boom. Imagine if there were no fire. Mm -hmm. We couldn't build fire. What if we didn't have opposable thumbs, right? (laughs) We couldn't do shit to build fires, Mm -hmm. right? Or we didn't have that knowledge to. We would have to eat raw meat. No, we can't by nature. It's not meant for us to tear apart raw flesh and and hide and fur and stuff like that and even be alive off of that. If you look at like dogs, I mean not dogs, if you look at like uh, lions and things that's out in the wild, they can eat a buffalo, they can eat a zebra, whatever, just raw flesh. They don't have to go through the process of cooking it mm-hmm. or any of that type of stuff to process it through their body. Mm-hmm. And now I agree with you on that. We're, we're, we're herbivores by nature. Yes, facts. I believe We're that. herbivores by nature. You Even did. though we both do eat meat. Well, yeah, I mean, I eat chicken, I eat fish. You did? And you, I'm my brother. I'm on the same right now. Ah, yeah, my brother. Yeah, bro. Almost, almost five months That's in. That's what I'm you know talking what I mean? about, yeah. man. Changing my habits. Yeah, bro. Yeah, fuck with it. So... All this is going to say, y'all, welcome back to White Tees and Tim's, the podcast, y'all. This is your boy, Uncle Cat. This is Duke M.A.G. Yes, sir. And this conversation is really, like, about... One one of the best five about, people, bro? bro. It's just, you know, like, I'm trying to hold back so much emotions, bro, because I don't want to come on here just ranting and raving and just... Because I'm sick and tired, bro. I'm sick and tired, and I, I want to hear about the black-on-black crime at this point in time, and yeah, that's a realistic thing, I know that, but it's much more so of every day, we seen the guy get tasered, I mean, the guy supposed to got tasered in his car, but he got shot. We seen the young boy that was in South Carolina, he's standing on a block walking that he's walked on numerous times before, and a white army guy comes up to him and tells him to get off our block, this is a close-knit community, we never seen you before. Yeah. You don't belong around here. Yeah. I'm tired of it, bro. Yeah. It's like I said, when the livies is going to break, we tired. We're sick and tired of being yeah. sick and tired about being sick and tired about seeing our people being disrespected, being ridiculed, being humiliated, and being tortured on your live TV. I'm sick and tired of it. Like, you know, then we got to go work 
and act like everything is okay. Yeah. It ain't okay. It's I'm not, not okay. okay. You ask me, hey, good morning. No, my morning ain't good. But we talked about that whole, if it never, listen, if you don't experience, if you don't, don't go through it, you don't know anybody that's going through it, you don't feel it. So we can't go around, not talking about you or me, but we can't go around expecting people to show sympathy for the situation. Right? But at the same time, recognize that there is a situation. You can't you, recognize it. You, but you're watching this man put his knee on this man's neck. Just compassion for a human being. For a human being. Imagine that was your own little Charlie or your own little Billy down there, and he's in that same situation. And he's yelling for his mom, and he's saying, I cannot breathe. I don't care if he's speaking. His absence of oxygen is slowly draining from his body. And then I got to sit there and watch that at the same time, process to my children that this is America. Exactly. exactly. It's sickening, bro. Is sick and and the overall tone in this message, y'all, is not we don't we don't want to be morbid, we don't want to be dark, we don't want to be well, twisted. Have fun in the podcast, but you did, this but has been too much but, stuff going on. At the end of the day, it's okay to take a step back, right? Because life is not all fun. Life is serious sometimes, right? But you got to have a, a balance between the two. You know, have fun. Right, but at the same time, when shit, when real serious shit come about, you got to deal with it. How you supposed to deal with it, and that's in a serious manner, and that's what we're doing, right? We're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about. It's crazy. I'm seeing this TV, and it's just like it's fucking me up. <laughs> but like, and it's crazy how we're talking about this, and it's still gonna happen. You know, yeah, bro, even after I told you we talked about the podcast last week, um, talking about it, and I was like, yo, bro, with all this stuff going on, now we got to do one for our people, bro. We got to do one speaking up for our people. And then last night, when the George Floyd verdict came out for the guy, Derek Chavon going to jail and and not getting bail, I was like, yo, I'm ready to come in and just, I'm, I'm not going to G's up. Then not maybe 30 to 40 minutes later, I see the young girl getting shot. And my energy just automatically drained from my body again. I'm gonna read. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm gonna I was just gonna say I'm gonna read some more statistics for no, me. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so some more stats, y'all. Look, there have only been three days in 2021 where police have not killed someone, and these dates are. I can't see the dates, but it's the third week of January, the fourth week in January, and first week of March. Okay, I won't let you let that sink. The so whole, the whole Black, Black History, History Month, <laughs> they was offing niggas every day. And if you look at the numbers during Black History Month, the totals are the average number is four, four to glasses. six. You need glasses, bro. Four to six is the numbers are small, bro. Chill. All right. Some more statistics. All right. Of course, we all know three times Black people are three times more likely to kill. Right, I'm mean, to get killed by police. Police, Chicago police have killed black people 22 times the rate of white people per population from 2013 to 2020. What are you scared of, America? What are you scared of? Top five cities in America who have killed black people, police have killed black people. Number one, Chicago. Number two, Minneapolis. Number three, Boston. Four, D.C., Five, Atlanta. To round out the top ten, San Francisco, New York, Raleigh, North Carolina, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. What are you scared of, America? And all those cities, except for Boston, scream black to me. Yeah, Boston, you feel more Irish community. Yeah, I feel like it's more white people. So then, but that would make you think that the blacks there is going through racism. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, and they're a super, if there's only 13% of black people in America, think about the percentage of that small city. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. It's a big city, but it's in a small, it's compact. You dig what I'm saying? It reminds me of that movie Celtic Pride with Damian Wayans. I don't think you ever saw it. It's where they, they kidnapped him. Mm-hmm. And he's playing. He's played for the Utah Jazz, and they kidnapped him. Yes, I seen that. Yeah, I so that reminds me of that. But you know, again, what are you scared of, America? 
you know, the thing is we want to strive in your country. We want to be successful in your country. We play lotto in your country. We pay taxes in your country. We work in your country. We sleep in your country. We eat in your country. We do everything. And that's not even your country. 98% of the police who have been involved in these killings, 98.3 have not been convicted or charged. Again, what are you scared of? Like, this, th first of all, this is not even your country. You stole it from the Mexicans. You stole it from the indigenous people. And yet, what are you scared of? You know, even doing this podcast and we're speaking up right now, all it takes is one racist person or one racist cop to find out who we are and to possibly want to cause us harm for speaking up. We're not going out there, and I'm not saying I'm not an advocate for go harm the police and none of that. I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate of stop harming my people. We're tired of it. We're tired of it. I seen a black woman who may or may not have been going through a mental health issue sitting on the floor in the middle of the street because she was tired of what was going on to her people, and it was a black lady. That came and saw her there and stood up for her. Stood up for her and made sure that none of those police officers was causing her harm. She is our person today. You know how much, like, she went against the police at the same time she could have risked her life. And she got mad at every black person around saying, you people did not sit here and defend this woman. And at least the least thing y'all could have did was sit on the ground with her. To make sure that she wasn't going to be the next name that we would have to say. The next hashtag. The next Black Lives Matter. She was doing that for us. Whether she was having a mental episode or not. She knew what her purpose was at that moment. So I ask you again, America. Everything that we have done for this country. Our mothers, great-grandmothers, our great-great-grandmothers have breastfed your babies. Our grandfathers, fathers, great-great-grandfathers have on their backs built this country. What is your animosity towards us? It's built. It's, how it's built in them, bro. It's up to it's up to the person to break the cycle. If the person is a part of the cycle, they're in it. And I want to give this caveat, right? For any white person that may have stumbled upon our podcast, if you feel offended by what we're saying, then you are a part of the problem. Then it's fuck you. But if respect you understand a little bit of what we're saying and respect it, then I expect for you to lead with a change. If you're not a part of the solution, you're... Nine times out of ten, a part of the problem. Let no, if you're not part of the solution, you're ten times out of ten a problem. A part of the problem because we're not even in the aspects of no, no, no. It's a line in the sand, and you gotta cross it. Yeah, either you're with us or you're against us. I heard a million people saying to our protest of Black Lives Matter that all lives matter, and yeah. this is no disrespect towards the Asian community, but I have not heard one person say to me, "Stop all hate." To the protest of stop Asian hate. Exactly. So again, they got some vendetta against us. Exactly. And like I said, bro, I tried not to rant, bro, but I'm sick and tired of it, bro. I'm sick and tired of me wanting to jog in my community and saying, somebody see me here. Not jog, but you want to like walk in your box. No, I want to jog. Because right. I got a little circle, you know what I mean? I could, right. it's, it's a circle. Right, cool. I wanted to jog, <laughs> but I'm worried that they may look at me and say, Oh my God, he's a robber. And now I'm forced to wear a mask on my face yeah. to protect myself from COVID. So you can't even fully see my face. So what? I have to wear my work uniform every day where I go so that you can know that I'm not a person of interest because I, I love the color black. Mm. I can't wear black. Exactly. So now I'm presumed if I have a hoodie on that I'm a criminal. I like I like um Arizona iced tea. Yeah. I can't get that. Oh, Skittles yeah. for my kids? Yeah. 
Can't get that. Can't get that. I can't eat ice cream in my living room. I can't play video games with my children in the house and not be presumed of you may have read the number wrong on this building and automatically thinking that you come into this residence and instead of approaching it with caution and respect, you approach it with caution and guns and bullets flying through. Yeah. And expect us to not be on defense and on guard and to just buy in or just give in to what you... Every time a white person or white police officer stops a black person, guess what? We are scared. Yeah. We're in the fear of our lives. So you telling me easily, hey, give in, sit down, just comply, comply, comply. Uh, uh, put the cuffs on, and stay still. I'm scared, bro. Yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah. I am on action. How, how do you expect somebody make a? How do you expect somebody to make a real conscious decision in the in the heat of the moment like that? And telling them like, and we're not trained for this it's situation. Like, it's like we've been in these situations in the jungle. We grew up in right where we got to stay calm, right? And you might tell that one homie like, "Chill, bro, chill, chill." How can you tell this man to chill when he's in fear? Facts. You can't you can't tell somebody to comply and to listen to what you're saying, my nigga. All I hear, my ears are foggy. I'm seeing red. You dig what I'm saying? I don't even know what's happening right now. You're telling me to comply. It sounds like cotton in my ears, bro. bro. That's exactly what happens in the moment of fear. Like, all your senses are turned the fuck bro, off. Bro, I lived in New York during the era of stop and frisk and being stopped coming out of the hospital to, from seeing my grandmother in the hospital and the cops pull up nighttime with flashlights in me and my brother's face, guns pointed at us, and we just turned the corner from seeing my grandmother who was sick in the hospital. And me having to take the wherewithal real quick in the smarts real quick to say, look, man, we just trying to get to my we just trying to get home. We just seeing our grandmother. Why do I have to explain to you why I'm walking in the street? Exactly. Do I look suspicious? Oh I do because of the color of my skin? Exactly. Again, in the movie, it said that white people are credited and gifted with the one thing that they did not work for, and that is the color of their skin. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy to me. America, what are you scared of? Yeah, bro. Like, what is the fear? You know? And I challenge, I challenge every white person right now to just have a conversation. And I told you the story one time of me and my, uh, me and my uh, close friend, my homie, uh, my homie Naquan, shout out to my nigga Bob. Right? We was at, we was at this restaurant one time. We was eating. We was at the bar, right? And this white lady came up to us and was like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, uh, old white lady. I say anywhere from forty five to fifty five, around the age, really wrinkly. And she came up to us and she said, I'm sorry. Mind you, we just sitting there, we're just eating food. We never said any we just watched it was it was like it was like a uh like a college football game day. It's like Saturday morning type yeah. of shit. You know, we watching games, we just chilling. <laughs> it's a good day outside. And it was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I'm sorry that like for what my, you know, basically like the past, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I remember she was saying, she was saying like it wasn't fair, anything like that. You feel me? And she was like, she wanted to sincerely apologize, and we and I, you know, we both looked at and was like, yo, you didn't do nothing to us. Yeah, you, you personally, personally didn't do anything. You, Deborah, Barbara, whatever your name is, you didn't do anything to Marquette or Naquan. You did. Don't feel the need to apologize for something that you had no you had no uh business in just know that you can't you can't it's no apologies it is what it is only thing that you can do is learn to understand and if you don't want to understand then you ain't shit because we're living in a world to where you're going your kids are dancing to our music. Your mm -hmm. kids are dressing like us. Your 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 14-year-old white boy, a kid, wants all gold fronts in his mouth because 
they see what our people did for years. Mm-hmm. You in every shape and form, you want to be like us. Your generations down, your kids will always want to be like us. Thanks. You're gonna put them in positions with people who look like you, so that they don't have to be like us. But in every little way and shape and form, somebody's listening to Kodak Black. Somebody's listening to shit Jay Z. Somebody's listening to somebody. Boy. Somebody's following. They favorite actor, dude from Snowfall, anybody. Yeah, fan of LeBron James, Michael anybody. Jordan. AI, I seen a picture of some little kid. It was an old picture from like 2003 where a little white boy kid was dressed up like AI. He had the little marker tattoos on his arm and the, the sleeve, the little half sleeve and everything. In every shape, form, you know what we're doing is cool. You know what we're doing is very, 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 very we beneficial. We are pop culture. Exactly. You just got to understand that it's us, man. And this is White Tees and Tim's, the podcast, y'all. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify. Follow us on all social medias, King Cat, Uncle Cat Photography, Duke MAG. But I wanted to give a shout out real quick. Mm. Uh, My little sister's birthday, Michelle. Her birthday's tomorrow. Mm. Happy birthday, Michelle. Uh, my shout little sister's birthday is actually Michael. today. Shout out to Chantia. Happy birthday to her. Mm. And my nephew, Caden's birthday's coming up on the 26th. Shout out to my nephew, Caden. My grandmother's birthday is the 27th. Shout out to her, R.I.P. Again, much love. We're going to leave it with America. Get a, black, people, black people, get a gun. What are you it. scared of? We out. Ah. You forgot their little... The little.